All right, fellas. You know how we have bye weeks for the NFL, right? No. Oh, you don't know. You don't know about. You don't know if you had bye weeks. Nah. Oh, okay. Okay. Then forget about the whole thing. Uh, seriously, I so this. I think we're gonna have to have a bye week next week because I will be in Berlin, um, this time next week. Ah, good for you. I mean, your team is gonna be on bye anyways. Got him. I am. My team's been on by the last six weeks, so <laughs> jokes, jokes on you, Eddie, or jokes on you. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, no. So it might be a week off. Maybe uh, we can get Jason and you three could do it yourselves, and then just put it out. Yeah, um, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something yeah, out. Yeah, we'll see what happens. In the meantime, congratulations, Eddie. You destroyed me in fantasy yet again. Thank you. Yeah. I will take it. Humbly, humbly take it. I mean, uh, so you're you're four and four now. Yeah, like everybody else. Yeah, I think I think what uh, half for a league is gonna be four and four, which is kind of uh, super competitive this year, and that's kind of like scary because there's a lot of people competing for a couple of spots. Yeah, uh, nine people competing for spots, and me at the bottom. Yeah, that's yeah. It's just nine, and then you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know the the sadness really set in this morning. I was like, huh, what am I doing in my life? <laughs> I, I used to, I used to actually have every time I I lost in fantasy, I think it's probably like for maybe three four years straight. I used to have a nightmare Sunday night <laughs> about me losing over and over again in fantasy. It has come true. Well, to be no, to be fair, um, I I've, I've stopped having those nightmares thankfully. Well, I mean, um, he stopped having the nightmares because he's actually living in the nightmare. Yeah, maybe that's real life now. I guess. Asam, Asam made a good point. Last year, I only lost once all regular season. And this year, I've only won once all regular season so far. This is, this is the price you pay for a championship. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe I used all my all my luck, all my fantasy help. The fantasy gods have granted me my wish, and now they've abandoned me. Is that what is that what happened here? I'll, I'll, I'll trade that. I'll trade already, you already won five times. I would trade a win yeah, for season, or a, a one bad year. And Fair the worst enough. part about it, I don't think your team is that bad. You just need to get some injured injured players back. Oh man! Well, I thought you need to get some more get more injuries, yo, dude. No, <laughs> my team is is the definition of an injured team. Well, I mean, if you if you're, I hope you have your dog that dog in you still. Everyone has that dog. Like Peter says, you don't have it in you. That's why this year, you don't have a dog in you. You don't have that dog how, in you. How, how do how do I get a dog in me? <laughs> Well, I mean, you want the dog inside you. Okay, I'll stop this right now. Welcome to YFTS Fantasy Football Podcast. This is stat host, champ, and currently last place Kelvin. Joined with Eddie Two-Time and Jack Mooney. And both, we are both, both four and four. Yes, <laughs> both four and, it's both four and four. Yeah. Uh, that's a dream right now for me. It's a dream. <laughs> uh, and we will be breaking down uh, week eight in fantasy football as we look forward to week nine. And as always, we'll start off with the news and the notes. Take it away. All right, uh, this this week is a much bigger bye week coming up. Uh, the Cleveland, Dallas, Denver, 
New York Giants, Steelers, and San Francisco all on a bye. That's six teams with a lot of fantasy uh, players. So hopefully we could, uh, no, like I mentioned every week, hopefully we could provide some input for help you to help you guys fill those voids. Uh, for news, like I mentioned last week, we hope it wasn't as big as last week. It came true. It was, it's not many major injuries this coming uh, this past week. Uh, the biggest injury, I think, for me, my our perspective is Mark Andrews. Uh, it, it shouldn't be a long injury, but it should be a few weeks. Uh, he sustained a shoulder injury, an AC joint injury. Most likely going to miss multiple weeks. Uh, we have a Ravens fan here. So what do you think of Isaiah Likely? Oh, you're you're automatically pick, pick <laughs> him up instantly, throw him in your lineup, especially if you, he's probably going to miss this week because they're on by in week 10. So it just makes sense for them to just rest them a bit. And they tend to do that with a, a lot of their players. Um, yes, you are picking up Isaiah Likely for sure. And they're also playing on Monday night. So if you're playing, uh, if you do have Mark Andrews, I suggest you pick him up. He should be your first yeah. waiver pick. Yeah, like uh, Lamar Jackson loved throwing to the tight ends. So, uh, man, we saw last week when Isaiah Likely stepped in for Mark Andrews for the rest of the game. He did pretty well. I mean, even like 14, 15 points was very great. He scored a touchdown last week, which is most, which is very likely for Raven. Oh, wow, 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 wow. But you said it was very likely that likely scores. Yes. Okay. I it's not unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, moving. I mean, I guess we could continue with the same team. Uh, Gus Edwards. He injured. He injured his hamstring again. This is a common injury. I always mention this to people who come off of a torn ACL. It is common that your hamstring tighten up coming off of a uh, major structured uh, surgery. He's suspected to miss a few games. And I feel like Ken Drake is another person that you, I feel like, especially with all the teams on by, he's, he's like a must pick up for you to plug in to play this week. Especially, he, you know, he's only fighting with, what, Justice Hill? Yeah, and he doesn't look so bad, which is yeah. the weirdest thing to say. I, I, I used to be the biggest Kenyon Drake truther, and... When the Ravens signed him, or you know, whenever the hell we got him, I don't remember which how he did get him. Um, but I hated every single time he got the ball. And he looks he looks okay. Give him give him the decent road. If he gets 10 to 12 touches, most likely he's gonna score yeah. a touchdown, which is he not bad. Much. Yeah. And he can catch the ball too. It, Lamar doesn't throw that ball that much to the running back, but it's still something extra for him. Uh for he's another waiver guy that you could pick up. Uh, and then plug into your lineup for a lot of these players. A lot of these teams on the bye weeks are, they do uh, roster uh, a lot of running backs that you start in fantasy too. Uh, Tyler Higby, suspended neck injuries, uh, suspected to be a stinger. A lot of people, when it first happened, a lot of people thought it was going to be a major surgery, a major injury, but he's expected to play this weekend. So I'm I'm expecting not too big of a deal. Uh, Cooper Cup and John Taylor both hurt their ankles. This past Sunday, but Cooper Cup already announced that he's playing this Monday, uh, that this Sunday, and Jonathan Taylor came back to the game. So I'm assuming both of them are good to go, but something to watch over. Uh, Devontae Parker hurt his knee. He avoided a torn ACL, so he should be multi- missing multiple weeks. And I think that's a boost up a lot of the receivers for the uh, Patriots. You know, Jacoby Myers. Uh, I think that's a bigger boost for Ramondre, too, because he's, he's been getting so much work in the passing game. And Dordan, the the rookie receiver, is getting more looks too. He looks pretty he's good. Definitely a flyer. I was gonna mention him, but he's definitely a flyer for he looks real. Pretty good. So I mean, it all depends on the quarterback play, I guess, for the Patriots. Uh, Mac come ever since came back from injury, he doesn't look that great, to be honest, so far. 
So that's something to watch out for. Well, to be honest, he just looks he looks like, oh, where's Jacoby? Where's Ramadre? That's it. That's yeah. it. That's the offense. Uh I guess the last thing I do want to bring up is so it happened last week, but we weren't talking about it. It's Jamar Chase, his hip injury, his hip growing. Yeah. Uh it's expected, expected to miss four to six weeks. And Zach Taylor's being very shady and weird about it. I know Eddie owns him, so I, I obviously he can't talk too much about it, but I personally feel like he is someone that's going to be missing rest of the season. Like they're saying, oh, it's, maybe it's wait four or six weeks, maybe he'll heal, heal up to avoid surgery. That never works out. I have, I don't, from my memory, I think that never works out ever. Fire up your boys. <laughs> Like I, I know you have him, Eddie, but and what you what do you think in your side? Like, I feel like that those those things, those those wait and see approach to avoid surgery never works out. Yeah, it's not going to heal on its own. I, I feel like it, especially with like like a something like a hip that's a like a lab, labrum type thing. I I feel like uh, Tua had this, and when he had the surgery, it's basically like you're uh, reconstructing it. So. It's it's tough to see because he's so freaking good, man. But you could sell him if you really need to, if you need if you need some type of fillers. But for now, like you just gotta hold your breath and hope. It's pretty much all you can do. Yeah, I'll I'll, start, I'll try to suggest like if you are like two and like five, two and you got it. He you have to you, you have, have to trade, trade him. him. Yeah, no matter what you're getting, at least get something small back to help you because there's a chance that he does miss the re- even. There's a good chance he missed the rest of the season. Even if he's healthy, I feel like six weeks later, it's like two, three weeks left for fantasy football anyways. So I feel like he's, he could be set sat through the whole uh, regular season anyway. So. And it's been done before, man. Joe Mixon, I remember trading for him a couple years ago, and they said, oh, he's, they took him. They didn't put him on IR. They're like, oh, he's coming back. He's week to week. You know, he's coming back soon. He's coming back soon. And then he just was out for the entire season. So, like, uh, I mean, maybe you could get some something out of him. What? Like who could you possibly get for Jamar Chase? Like what? What's the type of trade that you're looking for? I think the the, the team that you have to target is whoever is like the top team in your league, like the seven and ones. The six Somebody who could stash him. Yeah, and yeah, just like what's the type whatever, of player? What's the type of player that you could get? Like just take whatever you cut from them. Like like for example, if Jason's our top. No, Peter or Jason is our top team. I'll take DJ Moore plus something for Chase if I'm like one and seven. Hypothetically, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, he probably would do like they like uh DJ Moore plus something for Chase, especially since he's top in the team. He's why would he use store stash Chase for the playoff run if you can? Yeah, I think one name I would try to get is Chris Godwin if you can, but yeah, something like, like that, like, like like a receiver two ish and plus something small back to that that could start in your lineup. I think I could do Chris Godwin, but you but, you, you could get us two. You should definitely get two pieces back that you could both start in your lineup. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I want to do on connected to with connected with this is I think Hayden Hurst is one of the guys that will benefit a lot from chasing me out, especially if they continue to throw the ball like at, like at the rate that they're throwing. Those two receivers and Hayden Hurst, I think they're going to be monster starts. I, I just I just want to mention that because Titan has been completely mess. So man, he's he should easily give you steady ten points for the rest of the season if Chase yeah. out. and he, and he should be owned everywhere. Yeah, uh, who do you who do you start this week? <clears throat> Hayden Hurst or Likely? Oh, that's a good. That's one. a good one. Uh, it all depends on Mandrews, but like, the thing is, they play on Monday night, so 
If Andrews is out, I think I would go likely. Longer term, Hayden Hurst, for sure. Yeah. For this coming week, if Andrews is 100% out, I'm taking likely, just because it's Lamar Jackson throwing the ball to a tight end. <laughs> and that's that's all the news I have, unless it's something I missed. I don't think there was much injuries, which is a great week for fantasy. Yep. For yeah, and they're all minor, no season enders. Yeah. The only season ender uh, injury that I can think of is uh, Eddie's winning over me. <laughs> Wait, we could yeah. talk about Kadarius Tony because we didn't talk about him last year. That's sure. That's true. That's true. Like, how do how do you up. value uh, Kadarius Tony? Like, is well, can, to, you, first of all, people, people already know this, but Kadarius Tony was traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. So if you picked, if you were one of the teams that picked him up based on just talent alone, uh, Andy Reid just came out and said that he's going to be like slowly implemented to, into this uh, offense. I don't care. I think he's going to be a focal point eventually. He's just so freaking good, man. Um, I'm trying to get him everywhere, but, you know, there's some teams that are stubborn and don't want to give him up, a.k.a. Nick. <laughs> I mean, you're not worried about uh, Mahomes uh, spreading the ball out all the time? I really don't think because – if Kadarius Tony is used right correctly, and Andy Reid, I feel like, is the type of coach that could use – he gets the most out of every single player that plays for that offense. I feel like he's getting the most out of MBS and freaking Nicole Hardman. He's getting, like, all these random I'm, – I'm not going to call them bums, but, like, you know, random, regular, just speedsters. They don't really have, like, crazy skills. Kadarius Tony has some crazy, ridiculous skills. Those, that highlight, those highlights that he puts up, we, uh, each week, he's just when he plays, it's just unreal. So he's I'm I'm trying to get him on the field. He's great. There has to be a reason why he didn't get on the field at all. He was he, 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 he was but nah, he, he was butting heads with with they yeah. both. I mean that that I could also be something that could happen in your team. Something you gotta look out for too. I mean when it comes to training too. I mean. And Elijah Moore got to go somewhere, right? Because the, the trade deadline is tomorrow. And for for them to play him 10 snaps and he doesn't even get a target, like the last two he's full good. games that he played, he hasn't get, gotten targets. And he's good. That's the thing. They threw the ball 41 times. He doesn't get one target. Denzel Mims got three catches. I, I don't know. Maybe he goes to the Packers. Who knows? He has to go somewhere. Somewhere. Some team has to pick him up because he's really freaking good. Maybe the Packers pick him up. They do go on whether they have a buy in two weeks, I think, or three weeks. This is a perfect time. No, to pick Packers, Packers is buy is week fourteen. Oh, wait, that's not. That's, never mind, that's pretty far. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, someone should trade for Elijah Moore. Just to trade him anyways, if they're not using him. They, yeah, he, like he, what's he, the I, use? You can still get some value out of trading Elijah Moore. I mean, they can still get there for a round easily. They dropped him in the second round, so it's not that that much of a loss. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's going to wrap up the news and the notes. And we can go right into our RKO. Sorry, not RKO. Uh, my, our pits in the cages. Oh, jumping so the gun. What? Jumping the gun over here. I know, my bad, my bad. I was too excited you, to talk about next week. You must have a good RKO, I guess. No, yeah. I don't think I, I – don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I'm just – I'm just so bored of – I'm just so, like, over this past week because I lost so badly. And I don't, I don't want to forget about it. I don't want to talk about it. But I will for all of you fans. Yes, yeah, so we'll jump. We'll jump right into our pits in the cages, our uh, studs and duds of week seven. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast. Grazie. Not the beast. Uh, See, si, uh, ah! And I will get us started. My pit 
this year. Sorry, uh, my pick this week. <laughs> I'm all over the place today. Uh, I picked this week and first time uh, this season for this player because he's only played two games. It's DeAndre Hopkins. He got 13 targets, caught 12 of them for 159 yards and a touchdown. That is DeAndre Hopkins we've been seeing over the past few years. And he really blew up uh, this past week. And I think a lot, this is what you'll be seeing uh, moving forward. Maybe not 159 and a touchdown, but a lot of receptions, a lot of yards, and possibly touchdowns. Oh, he's he's so elite, dude. He's he's D Hop. He's a regular. This is the regular D Hop that we expected last year, but he was not this good last year. Also, uh, I think his touchdown catch is probably the best touchdown catch this 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 week. Yeah, that was yeah, football. freaking ridiculous. He was so covered, and he was like, hey, "No, I'm not." That was awesome. He shoved the he shoved it in me. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, unfor- unfortunately, the Cardinals still lost, but the offense looked much better. Um. Though Kirk Cousins and and the running game for the Vikings had their way with uh, the Cardinals, so man, whoever stashed them this year, like all the teams that stashed them this year, they shout are out. like so happy, man. Shout to Hassan. Yeah, shout to Hassan. Get a what receiver one. All right, and that's gonna, that's my that's yeah. my pit. What's going next? I, I will. You go. Okay. Uh, my pit this week, Deontay Foreman. This man, this guy has been unreal. Whenever he starts a game. And he gets most of the workload. This dude, it puts up numbers. Like he's putting up better numbers than CMC did. CMC did when he wasn't uh, starting. This dude had three touchdowns this week, 118 total yards. Didn't catch a pass, but still, like he he was ridiculous. He was he was constantly gaining chunk yardage, and I, I feel like rest of the season, at least for the time being, the the team looks like it's moving the ball a lot with PJ Walker and. They actually look like an offense that you could actually have players in. All right, I, I need to vent a little bit first, okay? I drafted CMC, and I held Dante Foreman for almost seven weeks, okay? And I had a bunch of buys. I had to drop him and pick up some people. The news is CMC gets traded midweek, comes out when I'm working, and I don't even have a chance to pick him up, and he blows up. Yep. Like, almost seven weeks I held on to him, and... I have nothing. That sucks. I'm sorry. And what's worse I, is that Eddie used him against me. <laughs> and then I play him. I play him against you. And he drops Eddie 33 drops, points. He has three touchdowns against you. My goodness. He he looks the part. And and like I'm I'm happy for him because of the 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 major surgery that he had like in the beginning of his career. And he he was well on his way to doing this type of work in the first couple years of his career. So like for him to to capitalize on this situation right now. I, I'm happy for him, and I think he's going to be good for fantasy. At least from the time being, he's going to be an RB2. Uh, I don't think he's going to score three touchdowns a week, but it, he's getting all the red zone work. He's going to be great. Yeah, he's one of those people that you that you you hope he does well because he came off a of tour Achilles. Yeah. And I'm, try, I'm trying to trade him, but nobody wants to actually trade for him. So Because that offense is just too scary to buy into. It's great to have when it's doing well, but it's scary to buy into it. Back to back weeks, 180 rushing yards. Nobody wants it. I'm just saying, when trouble comes back, he's gonna buy into that, even though he's not as good. He's still gonna buy into that, whether you Ch- like it. Chuba hubba, chuba hubba. That's my pit. I guess I will go next. My pit this week is Tony Pollard. Uh, 14 rushes, 131 yards, and three touchdowns. And uh, 
Amani showed us the stats this week that the three games that he started for the Cowboys, they have broke 40 points every game. So, I mean, is it time to start? Is it time for Dallas to start benching Zeke and you or use Zeke because Zeke for the short yardage? I know they're paying Zeke, but at some, at, at some point, you had to realize Tony Paul is the one with a bigger burst. And I mean, he could be a league winner if they just go full time to Tony. If, uh, if, it were, if we're up to me and I'm the Tony Pollard owner, I'm trading him ASAP. Really? You think they're going to continue using Zeke no matter what? Yeah, I just I think they're going to be stubborn enough to use him. I, it's just his workload is going to be up and down. I don't think he's going to have this type of these type of games every single time he has 14 touches. And most value, he's on buy right now. So, like, so you could sell him to one of the teams that are five and two or whatever. I, I'm trying to get rid of him. I don't I don't want him on my roster. I, he, I, I love the offense. Good. He looks great. He looks great. He's he's just not going to get that type of workload. He's not going to be used in the red zone when Zeke is there because Zeke is going to score. He's gonna he's their goal linebacker. He he's better in pass protection. Um, it's just a lot of factors that are negative towards Tony Pollard. But as a flex wrestler season, he's great. He's he's gonna be he's gonna have some some games where he puts up numbers. I just don't think he's gonna be as consistent as you want him to be in 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 my lineups. I want more a little more consist- consistency. That's just me. That makes sense. I'm not, that makes perfect sense. I mean, I think they will be stubborn and continue to use Zeke. Because that's so dumb. It'd that's so a, dumb. It'd be more of a 50-50 split. But you also, but, we also don't know if he could even hold his workload for a season low, so which is another thing to look out for, man. That, he could down easily with 20-plus carries, a ton plus touches every game, too. If, you're, if you are trying to sell him, just like try to emphasize the Zeke injury. Like, oh, look, you know, he's... It's what happens when Zeke is injured, and he's still injured. So, like, come on, trade for him. I, I, I'll try to get, I'll try to get something out of him. But that's just me. I guess I will come back with the cage. I guess. Uh, my cage this week is Devonte Adams. He crushed it this week. That <laughs> game of his, his career, probably. He might as well not play this game. Uh, he got one catch for three total yards. Uh. I guess it's more about that Ricard issue. He looks awful. And he might wait, be playing. But you talk, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. He's good what? as Aaron Rodgers. Jesus. Which is weird because Aaron Rodgers has been bad too. So, like, he kind of is as good as Aaron Rodgers. When, when, has, when has Devontae Adams finished with less than 10 yards in the game? I don't think I've ever seen that, man. With anyone. It doesn't even have to be Rodgers. <laughs> I don't even think it's his rookie in his rookie season. I don't even think. I don't think he's ever been under 10 yards, which is it just, it just, bizarre. The offense looks abysmal. It just looks awful. He looks bad. I think he might be playing for his job. He doesn't look good at all. Maybe, maybe the off- offense is too complex for Derek Carr. <laughs> I don't know. But in the past few years, he looks at least a more – he looks like an average quarterback, a little bit above average quarterback in this year's. Once Josh McDowell went over there and implemented a new offense, he just looks awful. He looks lost. Yeah, that that offense is kind of broken, and a lot of often a lot of teams who have new head coaches or new quarterbacks, new receivers, new weapons. That a lot of them look really doggo, dog shit. So uh, it's hard for me to trust Devontae Adams the rest of the season. I mean, he's still a great receiver; he's still going to give you those big, uh, big boom games. But it's just it's tough to see that that this game was just not it. In a game where Marshawn Lerman was out, and Devontae Adams was supposed to eat, and he did not. Do anything, yeah. He was starving. Yep. I mean, I hope they pick it up. I mean, yeah, I, I I own him in a lot of leagues, Jack. 
I so, gave up. I'm I'm giving on Derek Carr, and I'm just hoping that Adams get his uh ten plus targets again. But Carr is not good this year. But do you yep. think do you think Waller's a big factor where he's not taking over the middle of the field and they're just throwing throwing balls in the outside of the numbers instead of in the middle over the middle of the fields? No, where Carr, Wall- Carr just sucks. No, Carr sucks. Okay. I think it's a Waller factor, but I think, I think Carr just sucks. Okay. You know, I I kind of want to go next is because. Um, my cage was actually Derek Carr. Yeah. Well, you could have just done this whole offense. Yeah. I mean, think of like, <laughs> coming, in, coming into this week, the Saints were bottom five in points allowed at 25 points per game. And Derek Carr put up zero. That's like, I, I don't even know what to say about that. Like in, in these type of games, I like these this day, like in this day and age, it's so hard to have zero freaking points to be shut out. He threw the ball 26 times when they're down double like three scores. Um on the complete he only had 101 yards and one interception. Uh, we didn't even get to see the game that much because it was so bad. Like it was so lopsided. Red zone barely cut to it. Yeah. It goes that analysis. I don't think I'm ever I don't think he's worth rostering. Uh, I don't think he's he's I guess the streaming, but you can't even play the matchups because this matchup was supposed to be good on paper, but no. I'm I'm out on Derek Hart too. He doesn't have much of a ceiling. And uh, Jason's season-long bowl predict was Derek Carr. Yeah, he freaking jinxed him. He lost. (laughs) Based on this one week alone, he lost. Um, So, yeah, I will do on my cage. My cage this week. Jonathan Taylor again, which is just kind of repetitive. I think he's been a cage the most. I think we talked about him the most this year. I know he's going through, he's dealing with an ankle issue, but that offense got worse somehow without Matt Ryan. It got worse with Sam. Fuck, I'm not, I'm not doing Goslinger. What, what, like, you got to think of something worse than a Goslinger, like fucking shit slinger. Yes. Garbage slinger. Exactly. It was bad. He was my freak. He was my bull predict. I thought he was going to run the ball. He didn't even run. Let him grow a little bit. Uh, I I don't care. It, it was Learning. a plus matchup. No, he opened up a little bit towards the end of the game. He started slinging it. This but, is the first game, man. Sure, whatever. Uh, he had six. He had sixteen rushes for seventy six yards, and a bad fumble that cost him the game. I well, what do you like? This is like one of the worst situations you could possibly be in. I feel like most teams who drafted Jonathan Taylor are probably, uh, what's the word like? under 500 or like not in playoff contention are you trying to get him off your roster are you trying what like what do you do with him like are you selling him for pennies on a dollar well i mean he's in our league (laughs) in our league he's lucky enough to have tyree kill and fucking josh allen that helps no no in our league peter's lucky enough to be able to know the one hit wonders yeah and and like get Deion jackson for a week you know just uh going crazy uh i just what do you i don't i'm so like dumbfounded i have no idea i don't have any shares of Jonathan Taylor's in all of my leagues? Am yeah. I trying to buy him? Do I like? I what do need, I do? I don't need to sell him though. He's he, he's. I think he'll get back to what he was towards the end of the season. He's he's been dealing with a lot of nagging injuries. Even this this game, he got injured again. Some people can't afford those though. Like well, we're, we're I, just, it's crazy. You, you come into the ear drafting him. This guy, he's never been injured in his whole career, and every other game that's been getting hurt. Yep, and it's just. But, like I'm gonna throw a name out. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw a couple names out for you. 
Raheem Mostert plus. Would that get Jonathan Taylor? I'm not doing that. Ramondre Stevenson. Nope. If it was a plus, like a receiver too, I was. It's like a like a plus, like Devonta Smith or something. Even with Damian Harris back. Yeah, he's been great still, and he's the he's the he had the Jane White role in PBR leagues. I'm 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 taking Ramondre over Devonta Taylor. Uh, I'm gonna give you one more name. Uh, where are you? Travis Etienne. I uh, I'm biased, so I can't say that. <laughs> I would absolutely trade John Taylor, Travis Etienne, straight up. I okay. biased. I'll do one more. Ken Walker. Uh, I I don't think Ken, so. I think that, I, don't think I so. I'd, I'd do a Ken Walker plus. Yeah, if it's Ken Walker plus, I'll do it. Yeah. I I still feel John Taylor will get there. It's just the it's just a slow track, man. You gotta you gotta. The, they had their bye week, yeah. We're ha- we're halfway through the fantasy season. This is like more than slow at this point. Yeah, he's been getting hurt. It's not. It's not. I, he's still I, dealing with injuries. No, he has not. Has he? His bye week is a week fourteen. So damn. Oh. If you're That's hurting, just, yes, I would trade him. Yeah, if you're if you're below five hundred, I suggest you trade him. I'll, I'll try to get the Walker. try to get try to get a Walker. Try to get a Ramondre. If you need a receiver help, try to get somebody along the lines of like a Jalen Waddle or a maybe a CD Lamb. But I think that's the best you can get, right? Like I mentioned before, you you train for two pieces, a uh, two starting pieces. Yeah, want. yeah. That sucks. Uh, that's my cage. All right, and uh, that's gonna wrap up the pits and the cages. And to note, to let everyone know that. You have our undivided attention today because we have st- are recording early and the game actually hasn't started yet. Yep. But it's about well, to. It's about to. <laughs> and we're going to go keep mentioning shit that happens unless it's a really boring game. But yeah, Bengals. I don't think so. It's going to be a good one. I think so too. And the Bengals have been very entertaining this year, to say the least. Even the games they've lost have been very entertaining. Um, but anyway, we're going to jump right into our RKO's. And the DDTs. By the way, I I tried to get the clip of me saying Lamar Jackson, but I I said it over Eddie talking, so there's no there was no great clip for me to actually cut out. So Lamar Jackson, I want Jackson. <laughs> but yeah, RKO's DDTs. Drop the hit the music. Man, that's doo-doo trash. All right. Uh, who wants to get us started today? I guess I'll go first. Actually, no, Eddie should go first because he likes going last in the bubble dicks, right? Okay, I will go first. My RKO this week, my player who will come out of nowhere and come in your lineups. What? Uh, what? Uh, no, they'll be in your lineups, <laughs> not come in your lineups. Nah, so that, that, that was on purpose. Okay. Um, you, mean, you mean they're gonna come on other people's lineups? They're gonna, yeah, they come all over other, other people's lineups. Uh, Josh Palmer this week. Hey, uh, he's a guy that I, I, uh, so my league obviously we're pretty attentive, so I, I didn't think anybody was gonna pick him up after waivers. Uh, <laughs> since they were on by, you know, I thought that was gonna be a sneaky play, and I decided not to put a waiver bit on him. Lo and behold, somebody picks him up, <clears throat> Jack. And I think he's going to be a great start, at least for the time being. No Keenan – well, maybe no Keenan Allen, no Mike Williams for the time being. In an okay. offense that's yeah, going to throw you, the ball Can you believe this? Uh, Keenan Allen plays a, a quarter and a half, right? Misses six weeks. Plays 
maybe less than 20%, 25% snaps, has a bye week, and still might not play. And <laughs> he hasn't played a full game yet. <laughs> yeah, played, in total, he hasn't played a full two, game yet. He's been in two games, hasn't played a full Beautiful game. game. Un- un- <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, uh, I mean, I feel like the rest of the podcast, we just should, we should mention, we should just trigger you and just mention players that are on your roster and then be like, and so you could just like get mad. CMC is on by this week. Is that, yeah, that tricky? Yeah. No, he was, yeah. well, he was actually really good last week. Uh, but yeah, Josh Palmer, definitely going to, I think he should be in everybody's lineup. I think that minimum of receiver three. Um, well, guess who, guess who held consider. Josh Palmer for three weeks? You did. This guy. Yeah. Well, he was really bad though. He, he wasn't was really bad. He was bad. He was getting targets at least, though. Yeah, he had like one game where he was startable, but I don't think he had any other value after that. Uh, I, I but right now, the, the only options that he has to throw to are Josh Palmer, maybe Keenan Allen, who might play half a game, and Austin Eckler, and that's it. Maybe you know, some Gerald that were sprinkled in here and there, but I think he's going to be a good play this week, and I think he gets you fifteen fantasy points in PPR, Ooh, like which that. is definitely a worth a start. I like that. And I guess right. I'll go next. My RKO this week. Listen to me. I think you should start him. Unless you have the top like four or five quarterbacks. This is Justin Fields. Yes. I love it. I know that name sounds awful. But they have been opening up the playbook for him. He's throwing the ball a lot more. And he also provides a lot of safety net for you. He rushes the ball a lot. The last three games, he's giving you 60, 82, 88. Rushing yard. That's a that's a good floor for uh like for someone who doesn't that's not gonna reach three hundred yards. But they are playing the Dolphins this week. They score a lot of points. I expect them to score a lot of points. So I expect Justin Fields to play be playing from behind, which means a lot of scrambling, a lot of deep throws to make catch up. I think he finishes top ten quarterback this week easily. Yep. So I, I would start him over like quarterbacks like definitely David Carr hundred <laughs> percent. Uh, I will start him over Kirk Cousins. I will start him over, let's say, I'll start him over Kyle Murray this week. And you I should think- also, you should take his first touchdown. He's going to be the first touchdown. <laughs> he usually scores, for, at least for the Bears. He all usually scores first for the Bears. Yeah, I think he outscores Kyle, Kyle Murray this week. Wow. That's it's pretty kinda, bold. It's kind of interesting because I, I, there's a reason I picked uh, my cage. Now, I'll get to that when we get there, but then we can discuss it Uh when we get there, but if you're done with yours, I'll tell you my RKO. I'm done. My RKO this week, much to my dismay, is going to be Antonio Gibson. And ever since Brian Robinson was given the starting job, Antonio Gibson has become the pass catching back for the Redskins. And seeing as whoa, always... whoa, 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 what? Who are the Redskins? Oh my God! Unbelievable! What am I doing? Yeah, it's canceled. Am I getting canceled now? Am I, I, I going to get canceled? I don't know. Maybe, man. Oh, man. What have I done? I you got to say the you got to say the commanders. I'm going to cancel this. I think I'm just going to cancel this podcast. <laughs> I, think, I think we're done. We're, we're going to get canceled. Sorry. My apologies. Come on. Come on, man. Uh, my, my apologies. The Washington commanders. Uh, he has become the, the, the pass catching back. And that has be- let him become fantasy relevant once again. And guess who didn't drop him? Jason. Why would you? Like, I, I don't know why he's owned, but I mean, he's been great. He's just scoring touchdowns. Yeah, respectfully. And he looks, he looks, he looks pretty good too. 
He's getting a few rushing yards here, but he's getting so many ca- uh, targets and catches. Uh, both uh, last week and this past week, he scored a t- uh, receiving touchdown. That's the Henneke effect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's it's um it's crazy. And Ryan Robinson looks like he's not startable anymore. Uh, yeah, he's, which he's, is, he's such which... he's, he's such a, a positive game strip kind of game uh, guy that the no, sorry I almost said Redskins game. My goodness, the Commanders are <laughs> never going to be in that game strip where they're up and need to run the ball. They're always going to be behind and always going to be throwing. Yep. 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 It's unfortunate, but there's actually some, with Heineke there. There's actually some uh, fantasy value with uh, with some Terry oh. Terry McLaurin. Gibson is now a flex, which is not, I mean, which is not bad because he's he's been pretty shit before that. So now he's yeah. been good. Yeah, been pretty good. I will, sell, I will still sell the whole offense. Oh, absolutely. There's no way I I don't want to I don't want a piece of this offense because it's really, still we, ran we, by freaking Heineke. We're already seeing what the, that offense could do the whole year. It, it just I feel like it's like uh two three games where he just came back from the bench doing well. And I just I think towards the end of the mid late season they go back to where he was again. And they're gonna be teams will be able to read him better, and I think they'll uh, game plan better, uh, game plan better. Uh, but yeah, that I mean the offense is uh, definitely a scary start, uh, fancy wise. And I will piggyback that and go to my DDT, and it's actually gonna be Tua playing against the Bears. Wow, this so is this. a shocker for me. So get this, get this, okay. So I was actually going through um next week's games on on on, on the Yahoo Fantasy app, and I saw uh, I saw the wind icon for that Bears and Miami game, and actually I, I have never I don't think I've ever seen a wind icon on on uh, Yahoo Fantasy Sports. So I went ahead, did some research. That game is going to be horrible weather, All right? So it's going to be the coldest game uh, of the week at fifty four degrees Fahrenheit. It's going to be raining and it's going to be up to twenty miles per hour speed. Wind, sorry, twenty miles per hour wind speed, and I don't know. It seems like a very, very bad game for all kinds of passing. You are crazy. You think I'm gonna bench Tua? Well, I'm, I, I have Lamar Jackson, but if I if I had no other option, I'm I have a Tua as my option. I'm starting him everywhere. I think the Bears defense is putrid. They just dropped. They just uh, gave. The Cowboys forty nine points. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying anything about the defense. I'm sure two would wreck the defense on a normal day, but I'm saying the weather conditions will be really bad for both quarterbacks. Damn. Well, that's bold, bold as hell. Yeah, I can't say, I can't say me either. This is what happens. Uh, this, yeah, I, I, this is yours. This is your cage. Yeah, especially when the uh, my, my DDT, your DDT. Yeah, sorry, your DDT. Especially when you don't think uh, you think you think Jane Wow and Tyreek Hill are settable. Man, I don't think no, they're not absolutely not. Well, I mean, too, I feel, for like you feel like two will have to do well then, right? I just feel like that you, you can get a better quarterback, and but receiving wise, you you have to start those guys. Yeah, I, I get it because we saw week one what happened in in Chicago in the, in the, with a nasty weather. Yeah, even even the Bills and Ravens game when it was raining, both Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen didn't have great games. Well, Lamar Jackson's not good anyways. That's true. That's true. That's true. But Bill, but but uh, Josh Allen. When he ha- when he has a tough uh, game, you know something's up. So I don't know. I'm 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 going. This is all determined by by the weather at this point. Uh, we've seen really bad rain games, and it's just pretty much run, run, run. Maybe thirty passes combined between both teams. Um, let's see how. Let's see I how like it goes. the boldness. I like the boldness. I like it. 
All right, um, Jack, I'm yours. My DT this week is DK Metcalf. Uh, Cardinals have been very, very good actually for guarding the opposing number one receivers. You know, Cooper Cup uh, gave four catches of 44 yards. He needed that rushing touchdown to do have had a decent week. Uh, last week we saw them shut down, not shut down, but Jefferson gave you six catches and 94 yards. That's kind of shutting down Jefferson. Just like 16 points through PPR. That's shutting down for me, at least, I think. Uh, he they limited Devontae Adams to two catches, 12, 12 yards. He got saved by one touchdown. Uh, DJ Moore, six catches, 50 yards. AJ Brown, three catches, 32 yards. They also kept, last time they played each other, Metcalf, two catches and 34 yards. Um, uh, Chris Olave was the only receiver who broke 100 yards against this team. And it was the Thursday night game. So, no, those games are random as hell. So, uh, I feel like uh, Metcalf the same uh, this week again. The Cardinals will keep him in check again, and Metcalf's also dealing with some type of knee injury, so he's not like hundred percent healthy. So I, I know it's hard to say to bench him because the six teams on by, and those six teams have a lot of receivers. You do you are starting, but I will keep my your expectations very low for this week. You, I will not be surprised if he gives you the same outcome as last time. Which is two, three catches for 34 yards. That's pretty bold, too. I like it. Yeah, I was, I was telling Jack uh, when we were watching the game at, at the bowling alley yesterday, I thought DK was out. He got carted off the week before. Yeah. And he was just <laughs> all of a sudden, oh. he was a sudden active. I think he got like the first three targets of the entire game. Yeah. And he was, run, he, was, he was running really well, too, on a couple of deep routes, too. No one knows anyway. I don't know shit. I don't know shit about injuries. I don't know shit about fantasy. He did pull Paul Pierce and wheelchaired him out, and then he comes back in halftime. Hmm. I feel like, I feel like that, that game itself is going to be very low scoring. Possibly. The Seahawks have, have, tend to be in low scoring games. Also, Call of Duty just came out on uh, 28th. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. All right, um, Eddie, give us your DDT for the week. My DDT this week. Uh, it's hard to bench a player like this because back-to-back weeks he's getting 10-plus targets and this offense looks a lot better. But uh, DJ Moore, playing since, he, since he's known to have a good secondary and they've been shutting down receivers this season. Uh, I think they're going to get blown out. Um, so I think it's safe to say I would bench Dante Foreman too. But I, you can't bench either of these two players, to be honest, with six teams on a bye. I just don't think DJ Moore is going to – He's going to need to score a touch, a miraculous touchdown at the end of the game, like he did this past week, in order to produce a fantasy value. Yeah, he's also one of the guys I don't want. And I'm sell, I'm selling the fuck out of him. Somebody needs you guys need a bye week receiver. Here you go, DJ Moore. Take him. I don't want him because <laughs> I, I would trade for somebody who's on bye, somebody who's like desperate for some receiver. You know, receiver help this person this week because he's this is like prime selling week. I'm selling Terry McLaurin. I'm selling DJ Moore. They're literally they're two players that that a they're playing and b you, you could get somebody with a value who's on a bye week if you could afford to. Yeah, it's great. I, I can't trust PJ Walker. I'm sorry. You know he's he was a MVP with XFL. And shout out to XFL. They're coming back. They're, they made an announcement. They're back up running again. So yep. But yeah, I will not trust PJ Walker. He's having he played. He had a great throw. That throw to DJ, DJ Moore. That was, it was unbelievable. It was that it was, was a really nice throw. throw. Yeah. Even said it was a throw of the year. Yeah, I don't I don't really expect him to continue doing what he's doing. 
Uh, I I don't know, but I I wouldn't I wouldn't gamble on that. And I'm a gambling man. Yeah, you are definitely a gambler. I'm trying to think of players that are on on by this week. Uh, that at receiver or at running back that you could possibly get for DJ Moore. Like it's, it, I don't know who I personally would be targeting, but it's Harry just. Judy? Maybe I mean he looks good. Will you try? I, I would not. If I had Jerry Judy, I wouldn't. He uh, seems like the number one there. Will Russ? Oh, Brandon Ayuk. Those are two names that I thought. I feel like. Uh, Eh, no. That offense is too many people. Too many peeps. All right. That's going to wrap up our RKOs and the DDTs. Like Eddie said, we've got some bold ones in here. Got some surprises in here. We'll see how, we'll see how they do. Uh, I actually like all of our RKOs and DDTs this week. By the, by the way, what a play. What a play by Joe Mixon just, just now. By the way, Amazing. it was unreal. We're back. Amazing. The usual, the usual <laughs> podcast is back. That was a real, yeah. He ran his ass down, but that was that was a nice play. All right, and uh, we'll jump into our bold predicts. That's bold. It's gonna be bold. All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa, that's bold. That man. was very bold, man. All right, and I guess you want to get started, Jack? Yeah, sure. Why not? I feel like my bold prediction this week is very bold. Uh, the Falcons are playing the Chargers. Uh, we all know the Chargers give up a lot of yards on the floor. And I'm not going to their starting running back. I think the running back to start this week is Caleb Huntley. I think he will break 100 total yards and a touchdown at least. He'll finish top 15 running back this week, especially with a lot of a lot of a lot of running backs on by this week. You're missing what Zeke, Tony, uh, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, um, CMC, CMC, Saquon, Najee. I feel like Caleb is someone you plug right in, and I think he will give you top 15 RB numbers this week. I think if Najee was playing, I would play over him. <laughs> Doesn't matter who he plays. Uh, no, Caleb Hunt. He looks good. He yes. looks like a good running back. Which... I the, the thing is, I've been taking his yardage every week. He has missed only one out of the last five weeks. He he looks the part. He looks like a. He looks. He kind of reminds me of Nick Chubb, which is a very high praise. But I'm just talking about like stature and his feet are really. He has some nimble feet. He looks much shiftier than uh, Algier. I don't like Algier. I think mean, like he's really just run down the middle, just one cut back. That's it. Speaking of the Falcons, like they they could run the ball. Are you guys buying quarter up Patterson? Uh, I I think he's a sneaky buy. Yes, he is. Is he coming back soon? No, uh, in the next week or two, he come off the IR. But that doesn't yeah. mean he's one hundred percent healthy. He's just coming off the IR. Yeah, I, I I think he's a sneaky buy for the for the end of the season because they are relying on their running game heavy, and say, he yeah. and when he's playing, he's great. So yep. I I think he's in line for 15-ish touches a game. At the end of the season, as a flex, I don't think you can ask more, for more than that. I thought I'd say the first place Falcons. First place Falcons. They're playing it from ahead, you know. They're playing. They're trying to hold on to a lead. The Falcons are in first place. This is a team that we thought was going to be the bottom five teams of the league. Yeah. I was looking at the standings earlier today, and there's freaking – Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, uh, 
what's his name? Aaron Rodgers, freaking Kyler Murray, all are not in the playoffs currently. But Russell you- Wilson, not in the playoffs. Crazy. Ridiculous. It's been a very weird season, probably that it- much. But we saw the real Giants this past week. So Shut the fuck up. I was kind I was kind of happy. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so the real Eagles. What? We've seen the Eagles all year. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles have been great. Fucking yeah, AJ, AJ, AJ Brown, that celebration was amazing. That was the best celebration I ever. Yeah. <laughs> you got one, you got one, and you <laughs> all right. Uh I'm going next. My bold predict. Okay, it's gonna be little bold and it's gonna be a little weird why I'm picking this, but yeah. it's gonna be MVS. Right? So much. I know. I this is your boy. Your boy. Seven receptions, 150 plus yards, and a touchdown. Uh, after coming off a great week before the bye week, but uh, four targets, three receptions, and 111 yards. I think I'm gonna continue this uh, chemistry with Patrick Mahomes. And also they had a whole bye week to play some war zone and build some more chemistry. Juju Ooh. Mahomes, Kelsey, and MVS were the guys. That's what those were the guys that played uh, Warzone, built some chemistry, and destroyed uh, whoever they played last week, uh, the week before. I can't remember. But they had a whole week to play. And like Jack said before, the new Warzone's out. Ooh, it's going to be. The chemistry is going to be. It's going to be a rough game for the Titans. It's going to be too much chemistry. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's they're going to be uh, They're going to be building a meth lab soon. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, good. I think MVS is going to have a really, really good game. Yep. Well, I'm gonna continue. I guess I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that the Chiefs are going to stomp the, the Titans next week because I'm picking a Chief too for my bold predict. Ooh. Uh, slightly biased. Well, not really. I I think this player is just amazing. I I just hope he gets a little. This is more of a hope for me than a bold predict. So it's a bold hope. There is Tony. No, Isaiah Isaiah Pacheco. I think he will after the bye <laughs> will finally. Get the workload that he deserves. I think he gets sixty-five percent of the RB touches. I think he gets over hundred yards total Damn. and a score. Titans defense is very good, though. I know, but Isaiah Pacheco is that much better. He's uh, fucking heat. No, oh, not heat. The uh, Titans shut down a lot of running backs. I think my my DT last week was pretty close. Yeah, it was Damian Pierce. Yeah, he scored a fucking garbage job. If he didn't score a touchdown, then he wouldn't. He would have been absolute trash. Yep. I, I, I think J- Jason's bold predict last week, it was – see, he, he got half right, half wrong. He got Hilliard for 12 points. He's close with that, but he says he'll do better than Aaron Jones, which he was not. Which, which Aaron Jones killed. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't know if I can give him that. Nah, I mean, if you want to do point fives, go ahead. Nah, right. nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. We, yeah. all, we all missed our bold predicts last week. Yeah. Well, Isaiah Pacheco is mine, and I understand how bold it is, but I just think he's that good, and I think this offense is that – it's it, has a it has a bye week, right? What's his name? Andy Reid isn't he like undefeated after bye weeks, some yep. shit like that. So uh, th- this is, I think they're just gonna stomp them. Especially if Malik Willis is playing, I think they're gonna stomp. Them. But yeah, that is my bull predict. Bull predict. Nice. That's gonna wrap up the bull predict. Oh, fuck you, Jason. That's for you. All right, now we're gonna go to my favorite segment, the Did You Knows. And I got some pretty good ones for you all today. So let's get it started. All right. You know what time it is. It's the Did You Knows. My favorite segment. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Oh, really? Really? Oh. 
Wow. I'm gonna get started with the good one. Okay, this this boat this did you know is never gonna happen again. Okay, this this stat will never happen again. Here it is. Okay, did you guys know that Broncos running back Latavius Murray is the first player to score a rushing touchdown for two different teams in London in the same season? Oh, that is that is amazing! Wow, I see that's wow worthy. This is never going to happen again. <laughs> oh, I can almost guarantee this will never happen again. This is like if it happens in fifty years, and we we know this happens. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's that's weird because yeah, I like it. I love actually. I love that one. That was, one that I, I, I saw that one and I was amazed. I was like, "What yeah. the hell?" <laughs> All right, we want the next one. Did you guys know Tyreek Hill now has four games with 160 plus receiving yards this season? All other NFL receivers have four such games combined. That boy fast. You that think, boy fast. I, wonder, I wonder if you can guess uh, all of them. I know Gabe Davis is one of them. Wait, can you guess? Can you, can you repeat that? Stephon Diggs is another. It's, uh, so Tyreek Hill has 160 plus receiving yards in a game four oh. times this season. Mm-hmm. All other wide receivers have done it. Four times combined. Uh, so I'm, Diggs I'm won. guessing. St- I think it's Stefan Diggs. I'm not totally sure. I'll, I'll check you right now. But I know Gabe Davis is definitely one of my. I have him on my team. Let's, let me look up Diggs right now. Um, Jamar Chase. Is that, this is. Right? I don't think he did. Oh, no. oh did Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase do it? Last no. week, did do it. No, no, no. No, Diggs, Diggs did not do it. He only, his top was 148. Sheesh. So we got Gabe Davis. Sheesh. Um. Uh, so Jefferson has a heavy one. Justin yeah, Jefferson. he didn't he have like 160 in the first half. Yeah. All right, let's see. Justin Jefferson. He has to be one. He is the first one. He's one of them. He had 184 in game one. And I, I feel like. Did D-Hop do it this week? No, D-Hop had 159. Wow. This is such a. <laughs> AJ Brown? AJ Brown. Week one against the Lions? I think he might have done it. AJ Brown had 155, and in this past week he had 156. Mm. All right, I don't, I don't uh, want to linger on this too much, but Chris Olave. How, how about you guys look it up? I continue with the Digi Notes, okay? Okay. I don't want to stay, uh, stay too long on that one. All right, uh, next one. This one's for you, Jack. Did you, did you guys know that Jalen Hurts threw four passing touchdowns of 20 plus yards this Sunday? So every passing touchdown was 20 plus yards. Uh, but if he had one more, he would have tied the all-time single-game record held by Dan Marino. Just five. Damn. Well, I mean, they they don't want to score in the second half, so they just they, they do it they all. They score in the all in the beginning, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's so crazy that every single passing touchdown was over twenty-five yards. So they weren't even red zone when he three scored. Went, three of them went to uh, <laughs> three of them went to uh, Asia Brown. Yeah, it's crazy. They weren't even so they they weren't in the red zone. They didn't even get to. They didn't get to red zone. They didn't need to get to red zone. Anyway, uh, moving on to the next one. Did you know Alvin Kamara, the first player in NFL history to record ten games with at least one rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdowns in his first six seasons? Boy's good. And just like uh, everybody who thought that he was going to be shit the entire year, look at that. Look at him now. Yeah, he had, had a very. He started slow, but he's really picked it up. Yep, he looks. Phenomenal. He looks like the regular old Kamara. Yeah. All right. Did you know Gino Smith has six games with multiple passing touchdowns this season? 
He had seven such games in his first nine career seasons. <laughs> I was Com- combined, say, combined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he, he doesn't have many of those. <laughs> He's having a great year uh, for Seahawks, and they're playing pretty well. They're, <laughs> his pass, he, he threw some really nice passes. He, he, nice threw, he, threw, he threw two beautiful dimes to Tyler Lockett. Lockett yeah. dropped one of them, but he caught the other one. Yeah, that the both of them were just I, I don't know where where did he get this from? Rejuvenated Gino. Yeah, he always had a dog in him though. <laughs> That's what always. Peter would say, right? Always. Oh man. He, he honestly, I mean, much to my dismay because they played the Giants, of course. Um, but yeah, he, he looks he looks really good. So um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. All right, moving on to the next one. Did you know, entering week eight, the Washington Commanders? There you go. Had been one and twenty one one and one twenty eight since two thousand when trailing by multiple scores in the final five minutes of the first fourth quarter. It's a good football team. Um, is it though, or is it a bad? No, team was, playing? <laughs> I think it was joking. Yeah, yeah, I was being sarcastic. Oh man, it was. It's crazy. Um, I, I mean, whatever. No, then the cold, the cold suck. Tell me now. The cold, the colds are, the colds are bad. How they, how they were supposed to be a top waiver wire pickup defense was. All right. Anyway. All right. It's my boy right now. Ready? Did you know Christian McCaffrey's touchdown pass is the third 49ers passing touchdown of 30 plus air yards since 2020. Trey Lance and Bettered with only two, the other two to have him. And Jimmy, Jimmy G has it. Hasn't had a 30-plus uh, in area, the air. Like in the air, yeah. Wow. Isn't that ridiculous? That's so stupid. That's ridiculous. He's That's been the starter so... for what? How many How many years? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So, it, And all those 75-yard touchdowns that Debo got or him catching it less than 30 yards and just taking it to the house? It's ridiculous. They, they, yeah, they didn't get – it wasn't on uh, 30 yards in the air. Yeah. Wow, that's unreal. Probably tw- probably a couple that were twenty nine, just to make the stat, you know. Hmm. That's true. That's true. All right. By the way, I have the other two players who have- I I I think I know one. All right. Go go ahead. Jalen Waddle. Yes. Jalen Waddle. Who's the Ravens? Yes. Fucking motherfucker. Jalen Waddle got one. Tyler Boyd. Yeah. Did he do it? Uh, no, he, no, he didn't. But Tyler. But here's a hint. It's not a wide receiver. Ah. Uh, Kelsey. No. Nope. Not Andrews. Nope. It was a tight end that had the game of his life. Tight end game of his life. Oh, I know. I'm not going to say it. He has, he, has, he has two initials as his first name. <laughs> uh, uh, the Colts tight end? Cock. No. The Cox? Cock. No, no, no. It's, it's TJ Hawkinson. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. He had 179 yards. Oh, yeah. Oh, Pretty wow. good. Yeah, it's a solid game. He won the All league right. for that week for a lot of people. He did. He did. That's why James doesn't want to trade for Dolan Schultz. <laughs> the future. All right. And my last did you know for this episode? Did you know that Derrick Henry's second score on Sunday was the 75th, ah, sorry, 75th touchdown of his career, surpassing Eddie George for the most touchdowns in franchise history? Congratulations to Derrick Henry. That boy is That's large. He had, he had a nine yard catch uh, on Sunday that looked 
was, it was nine yards only, but he stiff armed two people to oh, get. I, I I I saw that. I saw that. he he just tossed. He just like touched the guy. He went flying it so in the air. Slow. Hey, but it was impressive. I just want to say that um, he had a uh, an absolutely amazing game. That's my that's my fantasy MVP, man. I think he's gonna break two thousand again and just fucking be amazing. Kenny, you might win it. I fucking love your team, dude. <laughs> team All is right. so good. All right, and that's gonna wrap up this week eight point five. Um, any last words before we sign off, fellas? I want to say, did you know that Darren Moody is gonna score twenty points for the next three weeks? Each oh, wow. week. Each oh week. wow! Not Each total. Week. Right. 20 and our total it might not even happen the total <laughs> ah, that'd, be, that'd be nice to see yep. he was also your your season long bowl predict oh, he's gonna hit that don't worry <laughs> um what you saying? What, you, what listen they do jack, look better he, they do he, look he, better listen, he's and jack mooney for a second for for a reason right my bowl predicts will be better than your bowl and, and for and for and for this these next couple weeks as a bye week filler, Darnell Moody's not a bad start. So like I, I definitely I like it. So I'm I'm trying to buy him, but I don't know what you could it's you could get him for cheap. Probably on waivers too, but like he's not a bad filler. Yeah, for the been, next two weeks because these these next three two weeks, three next three weeks. weeks are brutal, brutal. I mean they play they play like Dolphins, Lions, and then the Falcons, which is three decent matchups for him. Yep. All right, sweet, sweet. All right, and that's gonna wrap up. This week of the YFTS Fans Football Podcast. Thanks for joining us, fellas. Um, have fun in Berlin. I, I will have fun in Berlin. Hopefully, hopefully, it's not too much work. Maybe you're running to maybe you're running to Tom Brady there. Yo, I wonder if we can podcast. No, I can't. I'm not going to go out top. It's fun. <laughs> I was thinking podcast from Berlin, but I don't is know. Is that is that where the game is at? That week? is that is where the game is at. Next Are you week. going? <laughs> but it's in it's in Munich though, and I'll be uh, leaving two days before. So, oh, okay. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know. I don't know the difference between Munich and Berlin. My I don't either. Sucks. I, just, I just, I just know two different places. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but hopefully, uh, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy this episode, and uh, we will see you all soon. YFTS okay. out. Bye. Thank you.